Welcome to Retail Unplugged, a podcast brought to you by Retail NZ. We'll be talking to thought leaders from across the sector who will share their ideas and visions for our incredible industry. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Retail Unplugged. Um, I'm Greg Harford and I'm really excited that Retail NZ has a new channel to speak with retailers and those who support our businesses. Uh, there's lots of really cool stuff happening in our sector um, and we're pleased to be bringing you um, a series of conversations with thought leaders and others uh, with an interest in retail. Today, um, we're going to be talking about making AI advertising work for your business. That's right, not advertising, not AI, but the combination of the two. Uh, we'll be talking about what AI is, how it's changing the way creatives think, um, and most importantly, how retailers can use AI as an add-on to their business and much more. Um, it's great to be joined today by Brad Collette, who's the Executive Creative Director at Stanley Street Studio in Auckland. Uh, Stanley Street is a marketing and advertising company where stories grow, and it's 100% Kiwi-owned and uh, works uh, extensively across across the retail sector. Um, Brad, um, welcome, and great to have you have you with us. Um, uh, just so you know who Brad is, um, in his professional career, he's worked with, with recognizable global brands. He's worked with KFC, BMW, Toyota, Lexus, Vodafone, Heineken, Spark, Tui, Westpac, Briscoes, Auckland Council, Bluebird, New Zealand Defense, and New World. So, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, many really significant businesses. Um, he's picked up many local and international awards for creativity and effectiveness. Uh, but his proudest moment is the heavily awarded Women's Refuge Shielded website campaign. Um, Brad has, uh, you know, hands on talent, passion for design, art direction, strategic insight and great ideas that have helped produce memorable work that customers and clients love. So, um, Brad, I, I feel um, hopelessly inadequate uh, being in your <laughs> today, but uh, thank oh, you. Thanks, thanks, Greg. Very, very kind words. Um, and hopefully after this, we can maybe add um, AI expert-esque. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm here in person. I'm not a bot. I'm real. And we're going to have a human conversation, which is really exciting about the future of AI and what yeah. we can do with it. Absolutely. So I, I guess starting with the basics, I mean, AI, artificial intelligence um, at some level sounds a bit scary and, and, and obviously sci-fi stories are full of the apocalyptic nature of Terminator-style AI that's going to take over the world. But, um, you know, how, how, do you, how do you define it and where does it come from? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, AI is, is scary, but it's wonderful and frightening and exciting all at the same time. Um, but, yeah, before the machines take over... I mean, it's a hopefully a little bit of a joke, but you never know where it's going to be going in the future. Um, yeah, I think we should just talk about maybe where it's been. You know, I think it's really important to know um, where it has started from and, and how we got there and where it's going to take us. So when you think about AI and you think about web and data and all that, it sort of started in the 80s and 90s. And so when Web1 came about and was telling us about brand stories, there was like sort of no meaningful interaction. It was very one-dimensional communication. You know, you clicked on a website, you learned some stuff about the product and the company that you were searching for, but you didn't really get any kind of visceral feeling or interaction with it. Then Web2 came along and started telling us stories. You know, we started to be able to share back with the brands, you know, look at websites. Websites became more dynamic. We were able to post on social media. You know, we could share, share our likes, upload our baby photos and our holiday pics to the cloud. Um, and then the internet kind of went from the computer to mobile. So suddenly it started coming into our home a lot more through sort of TV, 
security cameras, heating devices, and out of home with digital and signage. So it became this two-way communication. And then now we're kind of stepping into this Web3, which sort of sees this decentralization of a network-controlled system. So the idea of like there's multiple machines kind of controlling what we do. So it's getting bigger. There's more maths about it. There's that, there's that bigger reach. So that's sort of where chalk, um, that's sort of where blockchain web came along, digital wallets, crypto, D apps, you know, had to really deep dive into what that, what that was. But, um, it's sort of just the things of like the metaverse and of course AI are starting to, to really, um, blow up and, you know, the power's back in our hands. So we're actually able to start controlling it and sort of see where it can go. Um, so this is like a big, learning exercise in about 30 seconds but all in the meantime while this is all happening innovation internet speed and computer power is accelerating while cost of all of that is declining so everything's able to move at lightning speeds you know projecting forward um so when it comes to like the web 4.0 you know i can only imagine how massive that's going to be um but yeah and then I guess, sorry, Greg, is also like when we do talk about this AI advertising or AI advertising, it kind of probably started at the beginning of the year. Like when you think about it, AI and ChatGPT sort of started, there was sort of a conversation at the beginning of the year about are you using it or are you not? And so we're really just at the starting line of trying to grasp at the significance of it and how it's going to sort of be transformative from here. I mean, have you used it? Oh, look, I've had a bit of a play with it, um, uh, you know, and it, 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 uh, it's, it's interesting, um, in the sense that it can produce some, some really, um, you know, useful and, and correct information. Um, but there's also clearly quite a bit of work that needs to happen in the background as it learns, um, to, to learn a bit more to get things right. So, um, I mean, why, why do you think there's such hype about it? I think there's such hype about it because it can make everyone advanced how creative they are. It kind of puts the power back in our hands to be able to be, um, if you're a copywriter, for example, you can start creating images. You know, you can start nearly doing final art kind of at a higher level as what maybe an art director would do. And then the opposite is an art director, um, in advertising terms, can actually start using it to help enhance their copywriting and their script writing. And so it is a really great tool to, for all of us to kind of create a better product, you know, a better output. Um, but and I think that, that's, that's what's right. true, not just in the creative space, right? Because if you're a retail business and you've got um, some people in your business, perhaps you might look after customer service, um, they'll be able to use these tools to help uh, deliver better customer service as well, right? And, and, and that goes for anyone in, in a business. Yeah, totally. Like AI is transforming advertising and businesses by enabling data-driven decision-making. You know, it's improving customer engagement and driving more effective and efficient campaigns. I think that's what's really important. It's helping us all enhance what we do on a day-to-day basis. So one of the the concerns that I often read about AI is that it's going to sort of take our jobs and and change what we do, which of course has been a a constant concern about machines ever since they they were invented sort of hundreds of years ago. But how how do you think retailers can integrate the use of AI into their marketing teams and their marketing activity? Well, it's funny. I mean, you know, when we talk about AI, we're not just talking about ChatGPT. You know, there's mid-journey Discord. 
Firefly replay, uh, sorry, reply.ai, which is literally Gmail able to just get the AI to reply back to an email. Mirror Java, Google Bard is launching. Um, it's still sort of in its um, initial stages. It's trying to take on ChatGBT. Adobe Suite's enhancing it. There's um, all these other ones. And even Chat, um, even Snapchat's got its own My AI, which is like a automated bot. So I think at the initial stages, everyone talks about ChatGBT and oh, how that's going to change everything. But there's actually an AI tool for every part of every business. And so I think if we use it as a tool, we should all be fine as long as it's taking us in, a, in the right direction and we're using it for the right purposes. I mean, yeah. I've heard of people, yeah, I've heard of people how they use it for performance reviews, brainstorming, you know, they turn post-it notes into full presentations. They summarize meeting notes. And as I sort of said before, they even can give auto reply straight back to clients, which is a little bit scary because, you know, we're in the business of, you know, human to human communications. And I think that we've got to make sure that we stick to that. Yeah. So, I mean, in creative agency land, I mean, what's the, what's the fun stuff do you think that creatives can use it for? And what are you doing with it now within Scanning Street? Well, I've actually got a little surprise for you. Hopefully it's going to work. Um, we had a little bit of a play of um, maybe creating a radio ad for you for Retail NZ. Fantastic. Um, I'll try and play it. You know, you might better play it at all the beginning of your podcast. You know, it's good to start, you know, using advertising, start plugging it. Uh, but there might be some plagiarism in it. So I'll play it and see if it works. In a world filled with endless possibilities, original dreams are made and businesses thrive. There's one organization that stands tall as the voice of the retail sector in New Zealand. Introducing Retail NZ. Need inspiration. Expert advice and valuable insights on all things retail. Look no further. Retail NZ is your go-to hub for all your business needs. They're here to guide you, support you, and help you stay ahead of the game. Unlocking a world of exp- Oh, it's cut, cut me off. You have to... Um, but, but that's, I'll, that's I'll brilliant, right? I, I couldn't have written that better myself. Um, in fact, I, 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 I didn't. So, so that's probably... Yeah. yeah, so that, so what's fun about that is um, through AI, we go straight to your website, it pulls the key data out of it, creates... Um, my prompt was create a 30-second radio ad um, using Morgan Freeman um, to really sort of celebrate what Retail NZ does to support New Zealand businesses. Now... It was, six, it was about 60 seconds, so it's already stuffed up, you know. We've got a market done for that. But just for a simple, non-creative, just to get a message out there, fast turnaround, um, I think it does a really good, um, it has a really good starting point for where you can build brands. You know, and you could ask that three, you could ask, it, you could ask AI to do that 30 times, and it could give you 30 different directions. But still, as a human, you've still got to process that and figure out what, why, why is it right? Why do I want to use it? How is it affecting my brand? Is it connected to my brand identity? Is the tone right for what for what the messaging is? But yeah, so we've been having heaps of fun with it. Um, it's on everyone's computer at work. You know, everyone is testing it to learn from it because it helps us unlock and look at business problems in multiple ways. Um, but ultimately, it is also good, I kind of referred to it before, it's helping us sort of test and learn, you know, react fast, 
make mistakes, keep going. You know, we sharpen up presentations with it. We can turn pencil drawing to live. It just helps us be more creative. And I think that's what we need to do. You know, we need to protect the idea, but elevate the idea through these tools. So, so it's really about taking some of the legwork away and enhancing the speed and quality of what we can do uh, rather than replacing that human interaction. I think it is. I think the important part is that because it does make us work faster, it nearly gets us to an idea faster, which allows us to have more time to really bring that to life. Um, you know, as you always know, in, in business, it's quite fast, fast, fast. So this kind of maybe takes some time pressure off and remove some of the mon- mundane tasks that we do every day. That is just quite automated, you know, like when you are writing um, this, um, meeting notes, you should just be able to record that and it sends it to, to your phone and it's actually marked who was speaking at the time. So it's really efficient. But then I wouldn't rely on it to be the voice of your brand. Um, some brands have done it really well. Um, ben and Jerry, you know, Ice Cream, they released, uh, they realized that um, there were like these 50 songs that were sung about breakfast for dessert. And through some other research, they realized that people were eating breakfast for dessert. So they kind of put all this data into the machine and it kind of spat out this algorithm that sort of said, yes, um, there is a big need for breakfast for dessert for breakfast. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan, you know, it doesn't really help my fasting. But then suddenly it gave them permission to launch a product, you know, a breakfast cereal that was a sweet breakfast cereal. And then they put it to supermarkets and it's been super successful. Yeah. Um, yeah here at Stanley Street, we used one, um, we used AI for the Auckland Philly Orchestra, where it's called Modern Classics. And the idea was, you know, the, the sort of the new generation of music lovers weren't really inspired by classical music so we took ai and we asked it to modernize the likes of beethoven and kind of turn him into this sort of like modern day superstar trendsetter um kind of like a trendy burglar if you know what i mean like a hipster and then that, that spat out this amazing image of beethoven that was really impactful but it enhanced the idea it wasn't you know, AI wasn't the idea. So I think that's what we're going to be really careful about is we still need that human idea to start as a starting point. Yeah. And, and where do you think we draw the line there between sort of human and machine interaction and, and driving driving the use of AI? Yeah, it's, it's a really funny one. I mean, it's not really funny because it is a quite a serious topic. But I think there's going to be this line between functional versus emotional. You know, I always use that, the analogy about KFC which is around the ability to taste the deliciousness of the secret recipe. But AI has a problem. It could probably uncover the 11 herbs and spices, but it would always want to trade that secret to be able to get a taste of it or even a whiff of it. AI doesn't have the ability to have human emotions, sensory things. So I think you can use it as a, as a showstopper piece. You know, at the moment, it's like glitter, right? It's so exciting and, and magical when everyone wants to kind of play with it and interact with it. But you've actually got to step back and go, why am I using it? What is the purpose of it? And how is it going to benefit my business? We kind of talk about it in the creative department as AI is a massive blank piece of paper. You know, it's the biggest Zeta pad. But it needs us just to do the first doodle, to grab our Sharpie and start the first image. 
and it needs a starting point. So it's just like any other process. Yeah, so, I mean, from a from a process point of view, um, where do you think retailers should be starting on their AI advertising journey? Is it for everyone? Um, do you think, I guess, is the first question. Um, and, and And how do you kind of get started on that journey? Oh, I think you listen to this podcast. I think it's a great start. <laughs> Otherwise, um, you know, AI has probably got some pretty good, pretty good answers for you. But to be honest, um, I'd say start. Don't be overwhelmed. Just know that AI is one of the many tools we use every day because it can um, it can facilitate, enhance, and optimize and personalize what we do and how we work. But knowing the but knowing the basics. I feel is critical. You can't be left behind. So please, please, you know, everyone listening, you've got to become familiar with it. It's here to stay. You know, you've got to upskill like you would with any other work program. And honestly, you've got to become a specialist. You know, upgrade yourself to like a U 2.0 sort of thing. Yeah, and 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 you're always going to be in control, right? So you've got the ability to use these to- AI tools. Um, you can uh, vet, amend, alter whatever's coming out of it to make sure that it's right for your business. Yes, and I think that's the key. I think you've got to stay in control of it. You know, you can use it um, for, you know, it's a great research tool. It does all the hard work for you fast. It can analyze historic sales data market trends and forecast future demand. It can predict patterns um, around what your customer likes to buy. So I think that's really important to use it for the knowledge of the data, the historic data, and then even how it can start predicting trends is really important. But, you know, some clever things is I can identify credit card fraud in real time, analyze warranty data, and, you know, and obviously every client's favorite thing is personalized targeting of digital ads on steroids like it's really strong and smart but once again it is a tool and we've just got to realize how how much of it we use and when it's appropriate to use it you know always start with the why yeah absolutely and and at, at Stanley Street in your business so you're saying everyone's got AI tools on their desktops or their laptops so so it's in regular use now right I mean how yeah. long have you been using it and and how do you kind of rate the outcomes of that? I was probably when we started, um, when we launched the APO to modern day Beethoven, was when we first started playing with it last year. I feel like it's kind of been around and our digital team has always sort of um, started the momentum. They've seen it coming and they want to kind of progress with it. You know, like even just testing it with like deep, deep faking people sort of like what we just did with the Morgan Freeman thing but for us it's an exciting opportunity at Stanley Street and there's no you know there's no denying that this whole you know opens up a whole amazing set of opportunities to help our clients so you know we play with it create with it research with it innovate with it all in the effort to kind of guide our clients um, to, to solutions that align with their specific goals and objects you know to mess to maximize their brand impact than ROI so like anyone I feel like advanced, which is really um, really exciting for us you know the stuff our guys are able to produce is really stunning you know we're not just creating those posters um, you know doing like funny little giffy things 
we're kind of focusing on like how do we build the chatbots? You know, how do we have that more personalized data, not just for customers, but also for the brands that we work for? How can we take 25 years of the of our customers, of our clients' knowledge and use that to align the brand's tone and vision and, and even even just down to the look and feel? Yeah, and there's no there's no denying. I mean, the, the hype around AI has certainly clearly come straight in the last six, seven months. Um, there's been a lot more talk about it globally and, and in the media. So it's becoming um, clearly something that's that's very mainstream. And I guess um, we'll see it being rolled out more and more into into business and into retail um, as uh, as the the benefits of that new technology uh, emerge. But it's great to hear that you're sort of one of the earlier adopters of it. Um, <laughs> You're in the space, perhaps, and um, uh, good to, good to hear that it's that it's going well. Um, so, look, Brad, thank you um, very very much for your time this uh, this morning. It's been great to kind of have a chat about AI advertising. Um, just before we close, though, um, can you just tell me a bit about your favourite retail experience? What's what's the most exciting thing you've seen in retail in recent times? Yeah, I think it's a really good question. I'm still I'm still kind of old school, so I just love. There's a small um, coffee business called Coffee Capsules to You, you know, and I just think for my life, you know, busy dad, busy at work, I need my coffee. They're a lifesaver. They somehow know exactly when I'm down to my last five coffee pods. So they send me out the targeted emails, you know, it's a seamless, um, it's a seamless purchase experience, all online, great comms, local business, and it's good old fashioned marketing. But the other one that's got a really sweet spot for me is Rebel Sport. That basketball court that's in store is a game changer when I go shopping with the kids. Like they literally ask to go to Rebel Sport to play this basketball game. So, you know, and I, and I love a good deal. So it's kind of a, it's like a win-win really. So they're my, you know, they're my two, two sort of favorite um, retail experiences at the moment and i just think though that that will probably slowly get overtaken by the ai experience and things like that you know once chatbots start becoming more sort of intuitive um and it feels like more of a one-on-one experience that's related to me i think that that'll become really powerful but at the at the you know but at the heart of of all the sort of ai chat um at stanley street we you know we are just all about growing ideas and you know and leverage and leveraging the tools to do it so our creative offering is sort of like the same, but AI will just enhance what we do. You know, at our core, ideas of what we sell, we sell um, human connections. So hopefully that this AI journey can sort of allow us to continue to do that because I think we need to protect the ideas um, and only use AI to enhance them when, when applicable. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much, Brad. That's really, really interesting. Um, And uh, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks very much. Thanks, Greg. Hey, thanks, Greg. Really appreciate it.